This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Uh, there are a few places more beautiful on earth to watch a sporting event than, than Dodger Stadium. And longtime former major leaguer, World Series champion, former Dodger, Dodgers analyst, friend, friend of the show, Jerry Hairston Jr., who joins us now, had the opportunity to be at Dodger Stadium last night for the All-Star game. Jerry, I, I can't even imagine how magical that must have been. Bill, what's going on, brother? Always great to talk to you. Brock, it was epic. You know, not, not just uh, yesterday's All-Star game, but also the Home Run Derby, man. I got a chance to see uh, both of them. Soto put on a show. Clayton Kershaw starting the All-Star game. Uh, epic, epic night. It was fun. Jerry Harrison Jr. here on uh, here on the show. Jerry, we, we've talked a lot about, like, how baseball, and, and you know, Manfred, the commissioner on down, should go about promoting what is a great game and, and trying to, to scrape back even more relevance nationally. From what you saw last night, right, They had the guys were mic'd up, which I thought was really cool. I know it's, that's not necessarily realistic at every game of the year. I thought the dugout interviews were really interesting. Just thought, and it's in Dodger Stadium, so it's, it's captivating. From what you saw last night, if, if the commissioner of baseball comes to you and says, okay, what are some of the things we've done that we should be doing to just – promote this sport anything jumped to mind over from your experience the last couple of days i i think they've done an incredible job you know promoting uh, the all-star game the home run derby the, the only thing i would want uh, i i wish guys like aaron judge you and carlos stanton were involved in the home run derby uh maybe maybe a dodger at, at home be involved in the home run derby it still was an incredible show Julio Rodriguez is incredible. A 21-year-old from the Seattle Mariners. He put on a show. Soda was awesome. Uh, but as far as marketing the game, they really did a good job, especially here in L.A., man. You know, I've gotten a chance to go to NBA All-Star Weekend a couple times. I've never been to the Pro Bowl, but everybody that tells me, you know, the events are pretty cool. But obviously, the game itself really watches. But uh, nothing's like MLB All-Star Week. You know, the build-up, you have the Futures game. Uh, you have um, – in the All-American game as well, and then you have great parties lined up, uh, and then you have the Home Run Derby. Home Run Derby is the best event in sports, in my opinion, uh, besides the games. Um, you know, the slam dunk contest has really kind of, the uh, last couple of years hasn't been all that, but the Home Run Derby has been incredible. So uh, Major League Baseball is doing better. Of course, you're always looking to improve the game, uh, get it more into the hands of the young people. But if I were to, to, to make one suggestion, the Futures game, needs to be on national TV. If we want to promote the game, we want to make sure we put our young guys out there, the young guys that are coming, because we have some young stars that are in the minor leagues right now that you're going to see in the next year, two, or three. Uh, they need to be uh, either on Fox or ESPN for the world to see. Uh, I, I believe it was on a streaming service. 
I understand it's big money. I understand that, you know, they pay, uh, you know, to, to have th- those events. But, man, promote the young guys because the Julio Rodriguez, the guy who, who, who the kid who just came up a couple months ago with the Seattle Manners, there's a couple of guys like that in the minor leagues. I know the Dodgers have a couple guys. Uh, the Yankees, Dominguez, the young kid is an absolute superstar. Uh, I would say have the feature game nationally televised. I love that. I used to go to that Futures game when I wrote about the Royals, and they would have somebody in that game. We'd go and we'd make a big deal of it. You're right, Jerry Harrison Jr. It is a, it is a great event. I, can, I was thinking about you were talking about the Home Run Derby and how spectacular it is, and it's never been my thing, but I think I'm wrong because I took Lori and the kids to it in San Diego, and they were, have been mesmerized by it ever since. And maybe it's because I can remember, Jerry, I think when you and I were doing radio together in Los Angeles for that stretch, which was really fun, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was Jock Peterson who did it, and there's all this talk, and it's throw your swing off. And he didn't play particularly well after the second half of the season, after the All-Star game. Do guys in baseball actually think or care or worry, or should they worry about the home run derby impacting their swing over the course of the rest of the season? I mean, listen, every player is different. I can't speak on behalf of every player, but if you go back in the history of this event, it didn't affect Ken Griffey Jr.'s swing. It didn't affect Barry Barnes' swing. Mark McGuire didn't have a problem with it. Sammy Sosa was a stud. Uh, no Mark Garcia Power com- competed twice, and he was a, I think, it was a career three thirteen hitter. So, uh, if you can hit, you can hit. Having a day to launch in, in front of the in front of the world, uh, put on a, a show, you know, hitting four hundred fifty foot bombs, five hundred bombs, just for one night, shouldn't affect your swing. Now, if you're worried about injury. You know, you know, maybe if you're a guy like Giancarlo Stanton, who I'm a, I'm a huge fan. He's one of my favorite players. Great guy, by the way. Unbelievable guy. Uh, he's had some injury history. I get it. You know, he wants to make sure he's healthy uh, for this for the stretch run. He won MVP last night in the All-Star game. Hit, hit, hit a bomb uh, uh, to, to propel the American League to win. Uh, but I understand. If you have some injury history and you want to make sure you're, you're healthy, that, that's totally understandable. But if you're a younger guy, Hey man, get out there and, and put on a show. You got a chance to be in a home run derby in Hollywood, in LA, bright lights with all the stars out. I would think the superstars want to do it. Jerry Harrison Jr. here on the show. Jerry, it's a problem too. You brought up the, the, the slam dunk contest. The NBA can't. LeBron's never done. Won't do him right. Like, what? Do you have any sense? I mean, you, you're a high level professional player. Why do you think some of the biggest stars, NBA and baseball, don't want to be in these showcase events? Um. I would say, seriously, I would say fear of failure. You know, when you're a huge star and you don't win it, I'm sure that may hurt uh, your brand a little bit. I think guys are a little more worried about their brand. Now, you got to remember, Aaron Judge did the, the home run derby. Giancarlo Sam has they've done home run derbies. Giancarlo won a home run derby. Uh, but I, I, Bryce Harper's done a home run derby. So in baseball, the superstars usually do it maybe two or three times, and then, you know, okay, we're done. Um, but, you know, I know a couple of NBA guys, they're, they're a fear of failure. You know, I think the biggest thing that I, I really uh, admired about Michael Jordan, and I know I always, always go back to Michael Jordan, him competing in a three-point contest when he wasn't a three-point shooter, that to me was the epitome of Michael Jordan. He will try anything. He is that competitive, and he has that power of belief, like, hey, I can not only compete, but I can win. Now, he didn't win it. He didn't do well in it, but the fact that he – was doing well that year, shooting the ball over uh, beyond the arc. He says, you know what, I'm going to do it. You know, that to me, he didn't care if he won or lost. He cared about competing. You know what I'm saying? And I, I wish more of the superstars in all sports uh, lived like that. You know, Kobe was like that. You know, so 
uh, again, back to baseball, you know, I don't think it affects your swing. But, again, that's just my opinion. Um, and I had, if I wish I had, I had that type of power, I wish I would have competed in it. Sorry for that cough there, Jerry. I got trying to get through. My kids got me. He's like, Jerry Harrison Jr. here on the show. Uh, and those of you that don't follow Jerry on Twitter, you should. The real Jay Hare. He is a uh, does a side hustle as the most passionate Michael Jordan defender on, on the face of the earth, or certainly on on Twitter. Uh, are, you talked about a rising superstar. I, I mean, what a stud Juan Soto is, and, and what a young talent he is. And obviously, Jerry. All-Star game coincides with the fact that he turned down basically half a half a billion dollars. Two-part question for you. Is that bad for the game, and where are the teams you think he is likely to end up? Because he's still got a couple years left on that contract. Well, what I'm hearing is he's 100% getting traded. Now, that's from some pretty reliable sources. Where does he end up? I think it'll be either in L.A., New York, the Yankees, or the St. Louis Cards. I know the Cardinals have the prospects. Uh, the Dodgers have the prospects, and so are the Yankees. So I think it will be one of those three teams. Um, you know, just hearing just the buzz around uh, MLB, uh, the buzz around, you know, the whole weekend is he is getting traded before the deadline. Like, it's a done deal. It's just to where. So wherever Soto goes, he's going to have a tremendous impact uh, on that ball club. What um what kind of return do you think he, he commands, just given his talent and his age? Well, you know, Mike Rizzo has done an incredible job with that franchise. You know, they won a World Series in 2019. He's going to make sure he gets uh, a couple of prospects, a couple of ready-made major leaguers, maybe a star or two. Juan Soto, 23 years of age, man, already a World Series champion. He has yet to enter his prime. That's another thing. He was just there his prime, so I would say he was. He's gonna. They're gonna get a king's ransom for Soto, and really, rightfully so. Uh, Jerry, All Star Game just happened at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers have been dominant in, in that National League West for a long, long time, and even when they've lost, they have advanced uh, further than the team that, that beat them last year. Uh, they have the best record in the National League, and there are some other good teams. Who, if you project for the the second half of the season? Who are the teams that are an actual threat to the Dodgers come the playoffs? What are the teams you look at and you think, eh, things go the right way for those teams, the wrong way for the Dodgers, they can beat them? Well, if I'm looking at the National League right now, I would say health would be the biggest threat to them. You know, they should get Dustin May back sometime in August. They should get Walker Buehler back in, in probably mid to late August. Those two guys are front of the rotation, aces-type pitchers. And the health of Clayton Kershaw, you've got to keep him healthy. So, Health is the biggest thing, and obviously you're, you, you have studs in your lineup. You keep them healthy, they have a chance to win. That being said, you always fear a team getting hot. You know, the, the New York Mets, bro, you, you'd run out a healthy Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, bro, that's two of the yeah. best in the game right there with their lineup. The Polar Bear uh, is, is a stud. Lindor, I, I love their lineup. So the Mets have to be up there. The Braves are playing great baseball. Uh, they know how to win. Obviously, the defending champs, you got to respect that. So I would say those two teams, uh, the, the Mets and the Braves, I mean, they're, if they're healthy and, and they're on a run, bro, they could, they could win as well. Jerry, you're a, you're a Dodgers analyst. You're connected to that team. You know people in that organization. What was the vibe with Freddie Freeman's very emotional return to Atlanta? What is the vibe today just in terms of how guys in that clubhouse viewed that? Well, what I'm hearing, I'm not in that clubhouse, but just hearing being around the guys, they understood because you got to remember, Freddie Freeman was the Clayton Kershaw of the Braves. 
for so many years. So they understood it and looked at it and like, what if Clayton left? You know what I'm saying? Now, would Clayton have been as emotional? Probably not, but everybody's different. You know, I think for Freddie, it was closure for him. He got the World Series ring. You know, he got a chance to say goodbye with the lockout. Uh, he never got a chance to say goodbye to that fan base. So for him going back, getting his World Series ring set, was closure for him. And you notice, after he left Atlanta, he got blistering hot. I mean, blistering hot. Player of the month, uh, became an all-star. So, you know, what I'm hearing, I, I also got a chance to talk to Freddie a little bit in the clubhouse about 10 days ago or so. Uh, he is all in in L.A. He loves it here. He's adjusted here. You know, he's from uh, 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 Anaheim, so he's from, you know, Southern California. So, uh, again, he's had that closure in Atlanta. He has moved on. He has happened to be a Dodger. And you can tell by the way he's playing, you know, he's extremely comfortable being in Dodger blue and in his clubhouse. Uh, Jerry, you brought up the fact that teams can get, can get hot. Baltimore Orioles have been shockingly, I mean, good. Like, they're, they're a good team. Seattle closed out the first half of, of, of the uh, season, I, if I remember right, with a 14-game winning streak, the Cardinals, and they're already a really good baseball team, just year after year seem to make these runs in the second half. Uh, is there a team out there or a couple teams that you think are poised to be really surprising or really dangerous that maybe folks didn't pay a lot of attention to at the start of the season? I hope the Baltimore Orioles remain hot. I'm so glad you brought them, brought them up. You know, I, I would love to see a team like Baltimore uh, find its way into the wild card. I know that city is, is a baseball city, man. I came up there with the Orioles. That was the best state in the plan uh, when I was coming up. It was packed every night. Fans are just itching for a team to, to win. And, and listen, the last couple of years, several years, they haven't won. They haven't had a good product on the field. And you don't blame them. The fans not coming out. But now that they're winning, the fans are starting to come out. So I'm hoping the Orioles continue to play good baseball. They're exciting. They're young. They're energetic. So I hope they make a run. Uh, right now, uh, obviously, they're not a surprise. But the Yankees, them staying healthy, them having a starting pitching that's been outstanding, they're fun to watch. And I think they're the team to beat uh, in the American League. And, you know, again, the Orioles and the Yankees, man, they're, they're, they're both teams are fun to watch. Jerry Harrison, Jr., my friend. As always, buddy, thank you for the time. Uh, appreciate you being on the show. Anytime, Bill. Thank you, pal. Jerry Harrison Jr. on the show. The real Jay Hare, former Dodger, former Yankee, won a World Series in pinstripes, former Cub, played for a bunch of teams. Great dude. Appreciate him being on the program. Uh, it's a very special day today on the show. It's National Lunar Landing Day, which is the day that we, you know, we went to the moon. Or, as D-Cell said, maybe we didn't. And uh, that gentleman, D-Cell, with all the skepticism, is going to lead us through a skeptical buy or sell, including a surprise Barcelona question, next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, I see how it is, Diesel. I see you. Google a goggle of Google and me, huh? Lunar landing. I still want some info. I still want an explanation. Where your skepticism, from, from, from which it arises. We should be doing this with ease by now. It's been over 50 years, I believe. I could have that wrong. I'm not the greatest mathematician. But we should be doing this with more regularity. That's, Get, that's probably the biggest one. Getting to the moon. Sure. Why aren't there moon tours? Why, why, why can't we take our kids to the moon? Great question, Bill. Okay. I like it. I dig it. I'm excited about it. What's up, Bogish? You good over there? So we're still doing this, huh? I'm just, I'm just trying to keep it real. Just trying to let Diesel express himself. I almost said something else. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get, let him express him. Whatever. Let's get into buy or sell. I'm a mess. I coughing all the time. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Let's start it off by talking some NFL. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network is reporting that the current expectation is that 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo will be fully cleared after offseason shoulder surgery in mid-August. Now, if Jimmy G hits that target time frame, that would give him one month before week one of the regular season. Buy or sell a team trading for Jimmy G once they know he's fully healthy. Let me turn to my buddy here, uh, Mr. Bogus. I don't think so, Andrew. Do you? Does it feel like Jimmy G's getting traded? It doesn't because I don't know who wants him now. Uh, we're saying pre-week one. We're not saying injury in week three, right, Deesa? You're saying traded before the start of the season. Yes, I'm I'm saying between this mid-August time frame to week one. I'm going to say sell. Sell. Yeah, me too, unless the Seahawks change plans here and don't want to deal with Andrew Locke plus Geno Smith. No, 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 Bogus. We've already decided on this show every report that comes out about the Seattle Seahawks wanting a quarterback is not true. They're not interested. It's just the way it's going. I didn't know that rule on the show, but I love hearing about it. Thank you, d Oh, I, I thought <laughs> we agreed on that, but by that, we, it was probably just me. That, that was Jody Mack filling in. Oh, oh, okay. My mistake. I don't know. I wasn't here. Ouch. That hurts. I mean, doesn't it feel like Seattle's tanking? They don't want a good quarterback. If you're going with Geno Smith and Drew Locke, like, if if you're going with that competition. How do you even know Drew Locke's there? He might not be there after he got roasted by tennis accounts. I can question things. I'm allowed (laughs) to question things. You are. You absolutely are. I like that you guys are embracing this now. How do you know Drew Drew Locke's real? How do you know you haven't been catfished? We've all been catfished. <laughs> How do you know the NFL is real? How do you know? 
Is this show real? You're not going to get any arguments from me. Are you real, D-Cell? Probably not. Yeah. If Goodness. any of those the answers to any of those questions are no, it would be D-Cell who's not real. <laughs> All right. Before Sean Payton signed on with Fox Sports to be an NFL analyst for this upcoming season, there was plenty of speculation that Payton was going to jump right back into coaching this season. And while that didn't happen, Payton told friend of the show, Jared Bell of USA Today, quote, ultimately, do I think I'll get back in? Sure. There's no way to predict who that club might be, though. Usually there are about six openings every year. If there's a right fit, somewhere that ultimately will depend on several factors. End quote. Buy or sell Sean Payton being the most sought-after head coach next offseason. I mean, who would even be in competition for that? I mean, I guess to answer this fully, we would need to know how this season plays out and who gets fired. But of the remaining candidates that would probably get left over to next offseason, I would think he's the biggest name. I think he's going to get Peyton. I'll buy. Buy. No? Focus. Wait, what? I was trying to say paid. Oh. Payton. Yeah, Even I'll sell I got that. that one. No, I, that one missed me. I'm sorry. You, right? gave, me a, you gave me a Jay Berman mm. look. Spent too much time with Berman. Do you need an actual answer on this one from me? Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. You know what? I'm going to buy that he's going to be the number one target. Bye. No chance from either of you that he falls in love with broadcasting and, and sticks with it. I like I like having Bogus on the show. I'm going to get with management and see if we can get you more than once a week. I'd, <laughs> good luck. I can give you two next week. <laughs> um, I don't even know that he finishes the season in Fox. I could see somebody pulling him in right away. Sean Payton going to a team midseason. He's ready to pounce. You're getting edgy. Look out. I don't Lunar even. land. Happy National Lunar Landing Day. Let's get crazy. I mean, he just told USA Today it has to be the right fit. What team is going to fire a coach midseason that has a decent roster with high expectations? Dallas Cowboys. Miami Dolphins. Mm. Guy gets three games. De, De Benedetto lookalike gets three <laughs> games. <laughs> That's a little rough. That's a little rough. But that is guy he, is 12 is years go, old. Is he going to go to Miami not knowing who his quarterback is going to be unless you believe that it's absolutely going to be Tom Brady? Yeah, you're right. He'll wait till next year until Brady goes. Glad we cleared all that up. National Lunar Landing Day. Resale tickets to see the Buccaneers take on the Seahawks. Week 10 in Munich, Germany are going for, wait for it, nearly $34,000. Yes, $34,000. As high as. $34,000. It's key. It's key. It's key stats. The okay. least expensive ticket on StubHub is currently over $600. Buy or sell paying these prices to see the first ever NFL game in Germany. I've been in Munich twice, by the way. It's awesome. I was at Oktoberfest, though. Why? Can we, can, before I answer, can I just get a what's going on explanation? <laughs> Like a general thing, like that. There's a game in Germany. And people are paying, why do people want a lot of money? Why do the German people, you know, why do those fine Germ- Germanic folks want to want to overspend for NFL game? Are there ten available seats in the stadium, so they're super expensive? I right. I don't know what's causing the resale value to skyrocket. I mean, the face value is nowhere near thirty four thousand, or probably even six hundred for the worst seat in the building. What was the question? Do I even believe this happened? Uh, buy or sell paying these prices to see the first ever game in Germany. I mean, like, what's the lowest, least expensive? $600? Right now, and we're still a ways away from sell. week 10. Sell. 
sell. I don't understand why the fine people of Bavaria care that much. Mm. I'm going to sell as well. Sell. But I'm going to buy an under-the-radar desellism. The pause, wait for it. Buy thirty-four thousand dollars to get in. I like, I like it better. It. I like the suspense. I like it better when you refuse to talk about topics and you just say they're stupid. <laughs> that was his day last week. Oh no, he wasn't on last week. That was his day two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That might be the last time I was here. Actually, I don't know. I haven't seen you. I've missed you. I thought I, I missed you, but then you always make fun of me. I gotta say though, you you are here for National Lunar Landing Day. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it. That's what matters. Where else would I be? I don't know, man. On the moon, oh. if we could get there. You guys just let me know when you're done. I'm good. I, I've stated I've stated what I think. It's not good enough for you guys, so you continue to make fun of me. It's because you yes. haven't stated why yes. you think what you think. <laughs> but why can't I just question whether it happened or not? For all the reasons, yes, all the conspiracy theories, yes. All of them. Give me two of them. I just want to know why. I'm just interested in why you think this. I gave you my biggest one, and it's not good enough for you guys. Why don't we get back there with more ease now since it's been so long? I think it's hard to get there and really expensive. And people could die. Okay. And it's made of cheese. So really, like, what's the point of going (laughs) back, right? (laughs) Do you even like like cheese? Oh, by the way, did you see that there's some, like, radio? I haven't read the story yet. Klug sent it to me. Adam Klug, former producer, uh, program director, 97.3 The Fan in San Diego. Uh, some short radio bursts coming out of some galaxy. I'm assuming he sent it to me because maybe it's people trying to communicate with us. We're doing this again, huh? I'm just telling you what I'm – the information that's out there. Are we allowed to question this? I'm just I'm, – I just want to yeah. know. I just want to – you, Are you able to give me reasons if you do? I mean, that's – it's not about permission. I'm just interested in your perspective on why the lunar landing didn't happen. I've told you, and you guys just continue to laugh at me. So I why? don't know what else I, I can question. Say. I know, but why do you question? I have a right – no, why do you question it? I will do as I feel see fit. Like, yes, all of those. All of that's those. Those are reasons. <laughs> but I just told you, if if it happened so long ago, why haven't we perfected it yet? Well, I'd argue we perfected it because we got there. So it's been perfected. I don't have the I don't off the top of my head, I don't have a best a good answer. One that I think you'll accept for why we haven't gone back. But I just I, I I don't understand. I'm, I'm struggling with you missing the point of we're not, we're not necessarily Seems to be a common theme, by the way. You, but like, we're just trying to understand where you're coming from here because I'm, I'm assuming there are things that I could question that you would be like, you can't question that or explain to me why you're doubting it. I and mean, then you wouldn't is, accept some of my answers. This is not just me. As you guys have pointed out, this is something that is heavily questioned, heavily I believed, know. but also questioned. I, I, I know, and most of those things have been completely dismissed. Yeah, debunked. I, For example, I often bring up the possibility of alien life. And if you say, Bill, why do you think there could be alien life? I'm not going to be like, it's my opinion, I get to have it. I'll give you a bunch of reasons. Why is Steve the, the underwater aqua king possible? Let me, let, me, let me walk you through it. Yes, if that were the case on how it happens on this show, but it's you and Bogus attacking me for my outlandish opinion. You know what? I think you've been attacked. I'm going to start attacking you so you can see the difference in between attacks and just 
conversations. That's a dad talking because I'll often say to my son, don't yell at me. I'm like, buddy, that ain't yelling. I can show you yelling. (laughs) Stop eating ice cream for breakfast. (laughs) That's not yelling. Shall we get to some college football here? Yes. During SEC media days yesterday, Vanderbilt football head coach Clark Lee had some strong comments about the future of his program. We know that in time, Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. As I stated a year ago, there are no cheat codes, no shortcuts, no hacks that will allow this to happen overnight. This is still about going the long, hard way, independent of the trends and the headlines generating the most attention right now in college football. Buy or sell, Clark Lee went too far with his comment. I mean, what's he, I mean, buy, what is he talking about? Buy. The headlines, the trends might say one thing, but I say we'll be the best. How? I have an opinion. Right now, how are you going to make Vanderbilt the, the best team in college? I have an opinion, sir. Good for Clark Lee, if you ask me. Vanderbilt's going to, Vanderbilt's going to, whoo. Ooh, yeah, Vandy. Yeah, yeah. They're, no, they're, they're, they're the rising power. You know, did you see Saban like postponed his press conference by 20 minutes because so was so afraid of what Vandy's going? He had to compose himself. Yeah. Emergency meeting. <laughs> Get me more recruits. Vandy's coming. What's more likely, Diesel? Vandy becoming the number one college football program in America, or the lunar landing never happens? in a tough position here. Um, what's more likely? <sighs> I'm going to go with Vanderbilt. Interesting answer. I would have said it's impossible for Vanderbilt to become the number one program in college football, but maybe <clears throat> we've been lied to for five decades. So I was going to be on your side and you went the other Not, direction. Neither of those things are possible. <laughs> Those, both, both Tom's skepticism of the lunar landing, and that coach's certainty, despite the headlines that are out there, that they will be the number one uh, college football program in America. Vander, Vandy, neither are possible, neither are correct, incorrect. Glad, glad we cleared all of that up. Were you s- on the moon that day? We were on the moon that day, Bill. I don't think so. I wasn't there. It's true. I wasn't there. Okay, then. Mm, Thank rethinking you. everything. Thank you. What hey, you s- Tom, have you ever been to England? Uh, I have not. Does England exist? I'm not sure. I've never been there. <laughs> but you all, you should be sure. <laughs> have uh, you ever yes, been, I believe England is a have real Have you place. ever been to Dodger Stadium? I have not. Is it real? Jerry Harrison Jr. told me it was. He was there yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. All right, let's get to some soccer. Soccer! Here. More likely that I ask a soccer question by ourselves or that we landed on the moon. All right, I could tell by your non-answer. Who wrote this question? Uh, if you had to guess, <laughs> not Christian Pulisic. <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> Barcelona hammered Inter Miami in a friendly last night in Miami, six nil. You like that? I added in nil. <laughs> you did go nil. And new Barca player Rafinha had two assists and a goal in forty-five minutes played after his no, debut. No, he didn't. <laughs> the, the winger said that Barcelona will be better this year than arch rival Real Madrid, who they play on Saturday. Buy or sell, Barcelona will be better than Real Madrid this upcoming season. Oh, Tom, that's such a great question. And the way that you framed it, you brought the info. 
Bye. I think they are going to be better than Real Madrid. Bye. I'm glad you asked. I think Gavi looks amazing. We know Pedri's healthy. Ansu Fati scored a goal. Kessie is a great addition. I really like Christensen as a center back. Lewandowski hasn't even played yet. These are great. I was going to add all that for context, but I didn't want to get too long-winded there. Who's your favorite Barcelona player? Uh, I'm going to go with Rafinha. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Is there a real soccer game on Saturday? Yeah, they play um, they play Real Madrid in a friendly in Vegas. Oh, yeah, okay, you, so that's not a real game. Weren't you listening? No, no, no. I thought, like, is that an actual, does that game count? Friendly, it's friendly. Gotcha. The opposite of how D-Cell re- reacts to question about the lunar landing. It's a friendly. Ooh, see, now, I would argue that D-Cell approaches all of these things as friendlies, that they can we can do what we want, the rules are different, <laughs> they don't really count. Doesn't matter. Right. If it mattered, I'd have to have an opinion on the lunar landing, and I'm going to just punt on that, so we're not there yet. You guys are done? I'm going to get to some NBA here. And you guys are going to weave away to make fun of the moon landing into this question, and I'm not going to laugh at it. Earlier this offseason, the Atlanta Hawks appointed the moon? former <laughs> NBA guard Landry Fields as their new general manager with the Maybe. expectation that Fields would continue. I've met him, and I'm not sure he's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would continue to learn under team president Travis Schlenk. Now, yesterday, it was being name. reported that former Hawks sharpshooter Kyle Korver was also finalizing a deal to join Atlanta's front office as well. Buy or sell Atlanta Hawks team president Travis Schlenk surrounding himself with former players. Oh, bye. I think he's really good at what he does. And bye. I'll give him doubt. And my inbox can confirm the hire of Kyle Korver. Look at that. That happened today. Look at that. So, Isn't bye. Kyle Korver the guy that every year would do some weird training to get, get like he would he would do scuba diving one year and do mountain climbing off season to get ready? I think he is. I don't remember that. I just remember him being on like 14 teams over his last seven NBA seasons because he can hit three pointers and people wow. just always wanted him to be on their roster. I also believe he's from America's best state, if I remember right. Which is Iowa? Yes. Oh, I mean, we all, yeah. Okay. You sound a little D- skeptical. D-Cell, have you been to Iowa? Uh, that would be a no. A buy or sell, you think it exists? Buy. You've told you me have, it's real. Many times. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you the lunar landing is real. I said 75% chance it's real, and you're acting like I said 2%. I'm going to finish up with a baseball question here. I love that. I don't know if you do. You sound skeptical. During day three of the MLB MLB draft yesterday, the Baltimore Orioles selected left-hander Jared Beck in the 13th round. Now, I know what you're asking, Bill. Why do I need to know that? What the Beck? Beck is seven feet tall, and if he were to make the majors, he'd be the tallest player in MLB history. Buy or sell drafting a seven-footer in the MLB draft. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm really not Why wouldn't I be okay with I what? mean, odds are that it's not going to work out. The, the tallest player in MLB history? Why are the odds that it won't work out? He, he was the third overall because pick. Because he was, he was in the 13th round. Oh, the 13th. I'm sorry, the 13th round. 13th Excuse round. me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I heard it wrong. So what's the... Why can't I... Why can't we... Buy or sell drafting a seven-footer. I mean, I, 
history is in its favor of saying this is not going to work. There's never been a seven-footer in MLB before. History but, lies. And Randy Johnson was 6'10". Are those two inches what would kill this boy from being a good MLB pitcher? That's uh, not seven feet tall. Okay. 6'10's the max. 6'10". That's the cap. You can yeah. be legendary. 6'11". It's called gravity. <laughs> Bogus. <laughs> So is, is Jared Beck going to be this next player that Commissioner Rob Manfred appoints with this new clause for lifetime achievement is going to be in the All-Star game in what? 20 years? Are you, you You guys are telling me that this, this seven-footer, there's, there's no doubt that he's going to succeed. You're so bad at this. Now he's, now he's got to, now he's got, what? I'm here questioning whether a seven-footer can succeed as a pitcher in Major League Baseball, and you both are telling me that I'm crazy. So I think this is the problem with a lunar landing. I, I'm not sure you understand what questions are. I don't see where I went wrong here. <laughs> Which is it? Am I reassessing the question based on whether he's going to be given a lifetime achievement award in 20 years? <laughs> no, it's buy or sell drafting a seven-footer in the MLB draft. I'll buy. Buy. <laughs> Just why not take a chance in the, th- <laughs> in the 13th round? I, 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 <laughs> I miss you guys being together. I love this day of the week. <laughs> Well, bonus, you get it tomorrow too. <laughs> oh, dude. are you here? Are you here Friday too? No, nor <laughs> Monday you? or Tuesday. But the next Wednesday, look out. I'm not here next Monday or Tuesday either. I've heard that rumor. Yeah, so you, so we, we're we're together for two days this week and three days next week. And next week, I get to be you on Tuesday. This is basically the Notebook in real life. If I knew what that book movie was about, it's have about you seen love. the Notebook, Tom? I have seen love. the Notebook. <laughs> You've seen the Notebook. I have. Okay, what's it about? About love. Yeah, true love. All right, well, then it's real. It's happening right here. Happy National Lunar Landing Day. Any, I feel like you, you should get the last word, Diesel, on, on National No, I feel like you guys think I've said too much today. And I don't understand where I went wrong. I don't know what was so funny. The joke's always on me, apparently, though. <laughs> I'm laughing at the dynamic between the two of you. You'll have to talk to Andrew for the criticism. I don't aspect. understand why asking if a seven-footer is going to succeed in Major League Baseball is such a crazy question. It's never happened before. I don't get it. Explain it to me. It's not a bad question. It's not. I didn't say it was a bad question. But, like, is there this population of seven-footers then who are great at baseball? Then why hasn't it happened before? Then why hasn't it happened? My assumption is there haven't been many seven-footers passed on in the MLB draft. Yeah, because they're not good at baseball. But he happens to be. We shall see. We shall see. I also just liked how you doubled down with the will he get a lifetime achievement award before I could answer the original. (laughs) He was in a 13th round. That makes him like, I don't know, pick (laughs) 3,000? Yeah, no, throw the seven-foot dice in that round. Go ahead, please. I'm, I, I, I miss this. <laughs> this is great. Um, happy National <laughs> Lunar Landing Day here on Rider Than You. Diesel, what do you want to talk about next? What do you want me to tease? We've gone so late. We have 30 seconds in the next segment. What do you, what do you want to hit? Uh, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. According to Nick Saban, the beef has been squashed. 
Jimbo versus Saban. It's a lot like Bogus versus D-Cell, and it's coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's Number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Happy National Lunar Landing Day. We got some some tweets about you here, Diesel. Some mean tweets. It's be yeah. mean to Diesel Day. They're a little mean. Go blue. Tweets at Sports Rider. Sports R E I T E R. The way you and Bogus have methodically and relentlessly dismantled that moon landing truth, there is a work of art and belongs in the Radio Hall of Fame. I'm just trying to explore the depths of your perspective. I'm still waiting for the tweets on the MLB seven footer. Nobody <laughs> being mean to me about that. <laughs> J Rock tweeted, "D Cell is getting roasted alive on Sportswriter. We haven't been." He continues, "We haven't been back to the moon because we've been there and done that. There's nothing else to explore in the moon. And as for why we're not taking regular people to the moon, a it's expensive. B the liabilities." Rockets can't explode. I think we've talked about this. I would, you could not pay me. I wouldn't go to the moon back for a million dollars. A million dollars. I'm not. Are you going for a million? I'm not going for a million dollars. A million dollars? You get your family gets a million dollars no matter what. If you make it back alive, you get a million dollars. You have to go to the moon, get out, hop around a suit, get back in, come back. No, no, no. I don't want to get out. I don't want to. No, no. I'll turn it down. If I could just stay in the spaceship, then yeah, I'm in. All right, spaceship lands. Somebody else hops out. You stay in there. Then the next day, it sits on the moon for 24 hours. The next day, it comes back. One million dollars. One million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up. Let's do it. I'm not judging you. I'm just not. I'm not doing it. And and I'm skeptical whether we can even do that or not. So I could get lost in outer space. Yeah, you'd actually be at the original moon landing in your own mind's eye. You would become <laughs> Neil Armstrong. I don't think I'd do it for ten million. I don't. I I have a terrible fear 
of Deep Space. I just, it, it just is my, it's my, I, I can't do it. It's my nightmare. Absolutely not. No way. Do you think a seven-footer has ever been in space? <laughs> I think it's probably something we can look up. You got really, you felt very put upon that we. I think it's a fair question. If it's never been done before, mm-hmm. why can't I ask whether you should draft a seven-footer or not? You, you, you can ask it. I mean, I, I can and I did, but I got laughed at and ridiculed. <laughs> you didn't get ridiculed. I think if you play it back, you'll hear that there was a lot of love in there. I think it'll be even worse than when I heard it live. I mean, I can't speak for bogus. For me, I lost it when you were like, will he be given a, a 20 years from now a right, Lifetime I, Achievement Award? That's when what? you guys started laughing at me that it was such an outlandish question. That he would get a – I don't think anyone that no, got no, drafted no. – that it was outlandish to ask to draft him or not. Then I said, fine, if you think he's going to be such a success – Will he be an all-star? Well, but why not? Why not draft him? It's the 13th round. He's 7 feet tall. We've seen guys be close to that tall. He obviously has some skill. If he can make it, he'll have a huge advantage in terms of the angle that the pitch is coming at the hitter from. It's the 13th. When you said third overall, I was like, okay, I guess he must be good. But 13th round, why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I would guess it's just like the NBA. Somebody that big, there's injury concerns. Oh, Certainly. Certainly. It's a very oh. rational question. I'm not. It's a lot more rational than you questioning the moon landing. All right. Happy National Moon Landing Day, even though it's not actually a holiday. It is on this show. Uh, thank you to D-Snell. Thank you to Jerry Harrison Jr. Thank you to Neil Armstrong. Thank you to Bogus. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. I'm Bill Ryder. See you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.